Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of No Dumb Questions with Mel. First off, I gotta wish you all a happy new year. We're officially in 2024, and I just feel like the holidays went by so quickly this year. Like, it was already, it was like December, and all of a sudden it's like January. Like, what happened? Like, the days between December 1st and January 1st went by so quickly. I don't know about you, but to be completely honest, I did have a bit of holiday burnout. So for the holidays, I usually go back to the Bay Area. And this time I chose to spend two weeks in the Bay. And the first week I got back, I literally got sick. And so I was really out of commission trying to like get the last bits of work done while trying to make it to the like the beginnings of the holiday schedule. I didn't have COVID. I tested so many times. It wasn't COVID. I think I just had like a cold, not even the flu. And the reason why I feel like I had a holiday burnout is one, I was sick. I wasn't like at 100%. Two, this is like, I think the first holiday season that Ray and I had to juggle both families and our groups of friends. Because again, Ray and I are both from the Bay Area. Now we live in LA. And for me, all of my college, high school, like a lot of my friends live and move to the Bay Area. And then Ray's friends also are from the Bay. His family's here. So I think trying to juggle both of our social groups was a little bit taxing, to be honest. And of course, you don't want to disappoint one party. So you're trying to make everything. But I think one day we were literally driving back from Sacramento. His best friends live in Sacramento. We're driving two and a half hours down, had to pick up food and then go to another holiday party. And yes, I am very fortunate to have really great friends. But I think socially, it was just like a little bit of a little bit much. So I'm going to try to be a little bit better of balancing my time. Again, it's hard though. It's so hard. I swear. I I feel like I've always struggled with holiday juggling, like schedule wise, with just my own social group that having like a partner, it's, you know, it's a challenge, but one I am going to try to figure out, of course. But overall, it was really nice to see some familiar faces. Like I haven't seen some of my middle school friends in like three years. They'd never make it back for their holiday potluck. So I'm always like schedules don't align. And again, it was really nice to start new traditions. Like I had such a great time celebrating Christmas Eve with Ray's family. They're so rambunctious and fun. And it was like, I don't know, I've never been in like such a large family gathering before. And all his family members play like White Elephant. It was just so lively that I really enjoyed my time there. But back to 2024 and the new year. 
I do feel like big changes are in store, especially for this year. I was just talking to a friend and she was like, yeah, I heard somewhere that 2024 is like the globe year for almost everyone. And I was like, oh, interesting. But I hope it, I hope it's true. Personally, I feel like the topic of reflection and goal setting is pretty popular amongst our generation. Like anytime you pull up a podcast that's self-help or a YouTube video, it's about goal setting and setting intentions for the new year. And we actually did an episode recently on the main show talking through some of these topics. And after recording that episode and having some personal time to reflect on myself and my own goals, it made me think about my mom. And I wondered, what are her goals for the new year? And I don't think I've ever asked her that question until now. So for today's episode, I will bring on my mom on the podcast and ask her about her goals. Um, Before we get started with today's episode, let's kick everything off with my Google segment. So the latest thing I Googled was, I just snorted right there, all Marvel movies in order. I know, such a random Google. But during holiday break, Ray and I watched a lot of Marvel movies and it was quite entertaining. And a random fun fact, when I was going through a breakup in 2018, Marvel movies are the thing that helped me distract myself and get out of that breakup. And it's what got me into like movie, going to the movies by myself. I got really into the timeline and like understanding the character development and how everything like connected that Marvel really did distract me and like kind of, yeah, it helped me with my breakup. So if anyone out there is going through a hard time and needs a distraction and something entertaining, I highly recommend watching all the Marvel movies. It is time consuming, but it's quite entertaining. So I would recommend that. Without further ado, I do want to introduce my mother onto my mini show. I'm sure most of you guys have like heard from my mom on the main show. We did a couple episodes with her, but this is her first time on my mini show. Quick background. People know her as like Mama Chen. I call her mom. Her name is Mailing, but I guess for this episode, we'll just go by mom. So mom, welcome to my mini show. Hello. Hi to all the listeners out there. I am Melody's mom. All right, for today's episode, I thought it'd be really interesting to ask my mom her goals. I think I mentioned earlier in the intro that I feel like our generation, we talk a lot about like goal setting, but it made me curious about, you know, what about our parents' generation? Like, do they set goals for the new year? If they do, what is it? If they don't, why? So mom, real quickly, like I, we kind of talked about this before the recording, but when I was thinking about like why we set goals, like why our generation set goals, it's because I think it's a way to ensure our happiness for the new year. And I think a lot of your goals are based on your values. Like for example, I'll give you an example of one of my goals for 2024 is I want to read like a book every month because I realized this last year I didn't read as much and I wasn't as like, I didn't feel as happy and I didn't feel as smart. I think when you read, you actually learn a lot from books. So this year from my goal is to read one book per month. Overall, I will say reading just brings me a lot of joy. So that's one example of a goal I have. Another example, which I think we might share is like I, another goal for me is I want to travel more next year because I feel like I didn't travel as much last year and I didn't feel like excited about my life as much. So those are some samples of my goals, mom. For today's episode, I want to explore your goals for 2024. So I guess to start us off, like, mom, do you have any goals for 2024? 2024 goal, actually, this is going to be the same pretty much for the um, 24 and going on. I want to be able to travel more. Actually, at at my age or our generation, we don't really have a goal set like mm. you guys. Okay, we... I our goal, well, if you guys consider goal, is to make enough money to support you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically, I don't really have a goal prior, 
But now it's more I want to be able to kind of take care of myself mm. and to travel more and have a have a healthy body so we can we can actually explore the world mm. more. What was interesting is that we were having this conversation over dinner about goals and it was I think at first it was like kind of funny because I remember I was asking you like, do you have any career goals? Like how your relationship, your personal life? And my mom was like, I don't have any goals. And then we're like, we were laughing at first. And I was like, oh, wait, like, why don't, why doesn't your generation actually have goals? Because again, like, I feel like with goal setting for our generation, we're taught so much in school to like, oh, what are your personal goals and stuff? But let's talk about career real quick. Because I think a lot of us listening, we always have a career goal. And for you, mom, you said you don't have a career goal, right? Do you mind sharing like why you don't think you have a career goal? Like, you do set it at your, at your office, right? You guys have career goals. We do that actually at the beginning of the year. They ask us to set a goal, but I have to be honest, I am at my current job. It's going on 33 years mm. and I'm almost reaching the retirement, well, my, my own retirement mm. uh, age. I mean, since about a few years, it's going to be, so I always tell my boss, I don't have a goal. I just like the stability of what I'm doing right now. Mm. Just continue what I do. Got it. I think I thought was really interesting that you're sharing me earlier that I asked you, I was like, oh, well, I understand your job is stable, but, you know, why didn't you change jobs or change careers early on? Because you've been in your company for 30 years. 32. 32. But yeah. why didn't you change early? I think it's because I I don't like to commute, number one. So I only work 10, 15 minutes away from home. Mm. Um, second is because you've been at a job, it's that you're, comf- you know, you're comfortable with it. Mm. You just hate changing, you know, going to a new environment. And plus, because you guys were, when you guys were young, mm. I need to be close to you guys just in case I have to go, you know, get a mm. call, that I have to pick you guys up, do stuff like that as an emergency that I'm right there. Mm. That makes sense. I guess your career goal right now is just to retire, huh? Yeah, I don't want my boss to hear it. Yeah. But yeah. He won't listen, don't worry. (laughs) So maybe in about a few years, yes. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The next category I want to talk to you about is relationships. Obviously, you've been married 
first, I don't, how many years have you been married? 27. 27 years? Yeah. Okay. So do you have any relationship goals with your husband? Well, again, a goal, this word G-O-A-L to our, to my is not really, I, I don't really think about it. It just, you just, you know, live the life that you wanted to live. Mm. And my, my relationship goal, I think we're just continue, you know, we keep each other company, we mm. travel together, we do stuff together. I think that's what I like to see to, to keep going on. Mm. I think one thing, I, mom, a lot of people comment when they see your guys' relationship is like, oh, wow, there's a lot of love still between your mom and your dad. Like, you guys still hold hands. Yes. I, I think a lot of, like, I think a lot of people that I, that I know are really surprised that you guys still have this, like, intimacy or romance. Like, do you think that's something you guys intentionally do still to make sure there's romance? Like, you always hold hands. Or is it more like, do you think the traveling, the other things help, I guess, keep the romance alive in this long-term marriage? Um, I, I don't think we need the traveling to keep our relationship going. Yeah. It's just the way we care for each other. Mm. Um, he always, every time when we just get out of the car walking, his hands always automatic just reaching my hand. Oh. Do you like that, huh? Yes. You feel, you feel like taken care of. Yes, yes, mm. yes, definitely. That's nice. That's relationship goals. I guess the last thing in terms of like goal, like a category for goal setting is like personal life. I think, Mom, when I think about personal life, is like maybe your lifestyle, you know, your, um, I know it's a, under relationship, but like maybe like your friendships, like, do you have any, like, is there something that you feel like you're doing right that you want to continue for next year or something new you want to do with your personal life? As far as personal life, um, you know, for the past 10 years, it might be actually less because now since Brendan is off college now mm. and he is financial stable in yeah. a way he can support himself mm -hmm. so i feel like i now it's time for me to kind of have my own personal life that mm -hmm. you know i go to you know go to gym i hang out with my friends from past you know just kind of schedule stuff and then you know i have different group of friends that i hang out which i really enjoy that yeah you know with my friendship circle and i did i met a lot of very good friends you know from gym for example you yeah. know so we try to hang out so my my personal life i think it's going to be you know, it's just, I am not asking a lot. I don't need expensive stuff. Just mm. something, just again, friendship, you know, and I think that's very important to me because mm. that does keep me company, mm. makes me happy mm. to hang out with them. You know, it's very important that you hang out with positive people. Mm. At my age right now, I really do think, you know, instead of, sorry to say this, wasting your time on negative people oh. that kind of bring down your, you know, your mood and so it's it's better to hang out with the positive, the right people that you want to hang out with. Mm. I think that's really good advice. A lot of people we, in our age, we talk about like friendships, maintaining friendships, because I think sometimes you might outgrow friendships yes. or sometimes you're like, is there a friendship breakup you need to have with someone? Speaking of your friendships, Mom, I think that's something, I think when we sometimes are hanging out, you bring this up and I'm curious as to like how you got here. But obviously we talk a lot about, you know, you, your you know potential retirement and all these things and you always say you're like I just know I want to make sure as I get older as I stay active and I have my group of friends like to have a friend like friendships like is this something you and your friends talk about like we got to make sure even though we get older we have to make sure women you guys are like have an active social circle like, well you I think mainly is um we really didn't talk about when we retire because again my friend most of my friend hasn't reached the fully retirement age yet oh, I see. But I think for myself, because I see some of my, my friends or my gym kind of teammates, they're actually at a retire mm. retire age. And I'm glad that actually they continue to go to gym, which I will do the same yeah. when I reach that 100% retirement age. Mm -hmm. 
um, I will continue to do the same way as them. Why? People tell me, once you retire, you got to have a schedule. Mm. If you don't have a schedule, you don't know what to do with it, you mm. know? So I will continue my schedule, you know, go to gym. Perhaps I probably will do volunteer work. Just keep myself busy. I, I am not a homebody type of person. I like to oh. go out. Yeah. I, Wait, I, I really? I, that's my first time. I, I, don't, I don't like to stay home 100%. You know, I like to do stuff outside the house because I don't like to do housework. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I, you know, it's funny. I always thought you were a homebody because I like, you like being, watching your shows and like lying. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a homebody. So this is, this is new news for me. I guess the next question I have is, you know, again, you know, it sounds like goal setting isn't very common in your, maybe your generation or maybe your circle, but do you remember the last time you set goals? Like at all? Actually only work when I work, they ask you to set goals. What do you want? But I, at an early age of a career, of course, you want to be this, you want to climbing up, you know, to mm. do something different. Yeah. But as far as for my personal goal, mm. I never had a personal goal set up for myself. As I mentioned earlier, my job is to, you know, to make money, to mm. support the family, support you, you know, you and Brendan, yeah. to make sure you guys, you know, has a good education and mm. stuff. So I'm sorry to say that I don't have a goal as a personal goal for myself. Oh, But then I guess like when you're younger, it wasn't like, oh, my goal is to like maybe have a family or like, you know, like get married. Like even your generation, you guys didn't think of those we, goals? We, uh, we know we didn't think about it because as getting married, having children, I think that's part of your life. It's not really a goal. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. Oh, that's something that's something to sit on. And then I guess my next question is, what is a goal you have in the next five years? Okay. My next five year goal will be getting myself retired. Oh. And then that way I can travel more and I want to spend more time, you know, at my motherland, Taiwan, mm. you know, and then since I am very fortunate, actually also looking for, I, I, I will have a new home built in Taipei, mm. I think by end of next year, that way I can enjoy the new home and start exploring my motherland yeah. more. And it sounds like when I talk to you, you really want to do like half the time in the U.S., half the time in Taiwan, and then like kind of bounce and travel in between, right? Yes. Well, I can, you know, my health, and yeah. I want to be able to do that. And that's the reason why I might want to hopefully retire within five years' time. Mm, that makes me happy to hear. And then I guess with that, Mom, my next question is like, when you were my age, when you were 32, and you look at your life now at, I don't know how old you are, to be honest. Uh, I always think you're 50. 58. <laughs> you're 50. 59. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. So if you're 32 and you're looking at your life at 58, like you're my age, would you say you're doing the things that you wanted to? And again, you know, it's, we don't have a goal. Yeah. I, I, so I wouldn't, to be honest with you, I wouldn't think of what you guys are thinking or what would I, what would I be at that age? Yeah. So I would never think of what, you know, what I would do uh, at age 30 plus and what I will be at age 50 something plus. But would you say at age 58 right now, you're very happy? Yes, with your life? I, I, I do. I enjoy my, my current life right now. Mm. Yes, I do. That's good. I think sometimes a lot of people say, mom, with goals, that when you don't have goals, sometimes you have no expectations for certain things. So you're kind of just like, like, for example, if you've the argument with goal setting is that if you have a goal and you don't make it, you might be kind of disappointed, right? I think it sounds like with you, maybe another flip side of not having goals, you're kind of just go living life day to day, being present and you enjoy your life. Yeah, right? that's exactly. I just enjoy, you know, every day. I just, I enjoy every day that, that comes on. Mm, that's good. And I guess my last question for you to and this portion with my mom is looking at your life, what do you think makes you the most happiest? 
I would say to have, you know, see my family, we hang out together and see everybody has a very healthy life, mm. you know, and then um, stable job for you and Brandon. Mm. Um, and I get to travel more. Mm. I feel like it's interesting really quickly. You've always really enjoyed travel since a young kid. I mean, since I was really young, I remember you, we always try to go places. And I'm very privileged that we used to like fly a lot, you know, as a kid. Is there a reason why travel for you? Well, I think when you were younger, we were traveling more because to Taiwan is to visit family, you know. So I think from that point on, I just enjoy traveling because I can see, I, I love explore different, you know, different, especially sceneries of mm. the, the world that you can't really see uh, either from your, nowadays from your iPad mm. or from the book. To seeing everything with your own eyes, it's just very, very different. Mm. I agree with you. I think that's, to be honest, that's the reason why I think I value travel so much myself is because as a kid, I was exposed to it. Again, very fortunate to be exposed to it because I'm a mom. So I feel like your value of travel has definitely impacted my value of travel. But is there anything else you want to say in terms of like, you know, what makes you the happiest or just living a happy life? Just, yeah, living a happy life, but has to be positive. Just have a positive attitude. Mm. And I, I have this quote that I actually printed out and put on my fridge, which I really, I really liked it, which I want to share with all the listeners out there. Happiness is not about getting all you want. It is about enjoying all you have. And the second quote I, li I like is, we are not given a good life or a bad life. We are given a life. It's up to us to make it it's good or bad. Mm. Thanks, Mom, for sharing those two quotes. I didn't know she had this printed on her fridge, but I think it's really sweet and a good reminder for all of us out there. Um, so thank you again, Mom, for joining me on my mini show. I really appreciate your answers. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad I get to uh, share my experience uh, with you all out there. And you guys have a very happy, um, healthy 2024. Thank you. I had such a great time interviewing my mom. I think sometimes when you interview your parents, you kind of don't know what to expect. And when I was prepping my mom for the episode, because my mom gets really nervous about like, you know, being on the microphone, she's a little bit more shy. I know it's surprising. Um, but when we're kind of talking to the topic and I recognize that, oh, wow, like my mom doesn't have goals. And at first I was like, oh, crap, like, man, I can't do this episode because she's not going to give me an answer. But as we're talking through like why she doesn't have goals, it made me realize that like, wow, like our generations are so different and we're kind of taught different things. And we have different, how do you say, like we had to survive in different contexts and environments. And I think with that, my mom being an immigrant, like she didn't have the luxury of setting goals because her, her mode, her goal technically was just to survive. And so exploring that topic with my mom really opened up my eyes to a lot of like, I guess like her values and how the way she lives her life. And, and I feel like I even learned a lot just through her answers. Like I didn't know my mom was not a homebody. Like for the longest time, I thought my mom was a homebody, enjoyed being at home, but not recognizing, oh, she does. She's always trying to like hang out with friends and like be out and about. And I don't know, I feel like you can learn a lot just by asking your parents these simple questions. And also to dive deeper, like again, like I would have just not done this episode if she was like, I don't have any goals. I was like, oh, okay. But to even ask her why, like, why don't you have goals? Like what? a But then even going further, I was like, hey, like you don't have any goals for career, but why is that? She's like, oh, I just don't want to like, I want to retire in a few years. I like stability. And like knowing that stability is something she values. It's like, okay, she doesn't want to change careers because that's unstable. You can learn a lot about like your your parents. And I feel like I just, I keep learning more about my mom. And I think the biggest thing too is like, it does make me quite happy to hear that she 
overall is really happy with her life. Like the quote pooling she did at the end, like to be honest, I didn't think she would do that. And also didn't know that when I was recording my mom, this quote has been like on our fridge for the last few years. And it makes me appreciate my mom so much more and understand how she lives her life. So I think overall, I am pretty satisfied and happy with this recording as my mother because I think for me, it was like a personal, I don't want to say personal win, but I think I just gained a lot personally as her daughter. So I hope this episode shines some light on maybe our parents' generation and encourages you encourages you all to maybe even ask your parents, like, do they have goals? And if so, what are they? If not, why not? And maybe you can learn a little bit more about your parents and what they valued and what they're trying to accomplish in their lifetime. But again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am really excited for the new year. And um, I'm probably going to spend more time building out my goals because I think for us, you know, we care about goals a little bit in our generation. But again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful 2024. And I won't say too much. I think my mom gave really great advice and ended it quite well. But again, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcast. With that, I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.